Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin G with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 479, where Drew and myself will talk about comics originally releasing October the 17th, 2018. But before Drew and myself get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, uh, Drew, we got a couple reviews on iTunes, and you know, we were asking people to do that. Um, and we were saying that if you leave us a review on iTunes, uh, we will put you in a drawing for a signed comic and we had two people pop into that we had um hobbs lover h-o-b-b-e-s lover uh drop a line to say they are a joy to listen to and provide great information i concur sir and thank you thank you so much uh for the five star review and the wonderful words and we got this one from uh d ferguson five drew and kyle are my weekly authority on what's new in comics i should pick up on or in what comics i should pick up on the best day of the week wednesday i have successfully scored some significant spec books using their recommendations and read new and exciting titles i potentially would have never grabbed this podcast is the best current informative inspiring comic podcast that i have found so far this is a must listen to for all comic enthusiasts great work fellas dave from buffalo or on twitter and instagram he is at Geek Out Therapy at Geek Out Therapy. Thank nice. you, thank you, thank you, Dave from Buffalo. Thank you so awesome. much. Did he think we were iFanboy? Did he get us confused with iFanboy? Uh, much. Have, well, we must be beside <laughs> each other. But yes, uh, thank you. Wonderful words. I'd so appreciate it. And uh, through the rest of the year, we'll be collecting those uh, wonderful of you that leave us uh, five-star reviews and wonderful things on iTunes. And we will be drawing names out to uh, send you uh, a nice signed comic. And we thank you so much for... Uh, Helping get the word out on our podcast, helping move us up the, uh, however the algorithms work within the iTunes and Apple econ, ecosphere and structure, um, we really do appreciate all the love from you guys. So we thank you so much. So Drew, now that we've got the pandering and the things for us out of the way, uh, what's new in the world of comics? I think we've got a top 10. Yeah, yeah, we got that coming up. Um, we've got some news and notes and things happening. Um, Wolf Warner uh, wanted to make sure we knew that uh, Donny Cates has optioned his God Country series, yeah. and he gets to write the screenplay. So that's, that's awesome. That's, I love the fact that they're keeping him with it. And saying, yeah. Do your thing. That's neat. It is my least favorite of all Donny Cates' stuff, So, um, but I'm still going to – I'll check it out. I'll check it out if it ever, if it ever makes it into uh, the theaters. <laughs> you never know. Um, so that that's pretty cool news. Um Michael yeah, Land. God Country number one, uh, like cover B, first printing, going for twenty bucks plus shipping. Some for ten. I'm seeing some going for a hundred. So a lot of really high end uh, God Country set moving real good. Fantastic. So a lot of people selling their blind box version from the last blind box. Uh, so if people got their blind box God Country number ones, uh, CGC'd, those are going for big bucks at the moment. Were th- were those poly bagged? Yeah, those were probably bagged and random in there, but apparently there's a really cool uh, cover on them. I'm looking at it now, and uh, wonder about what, what about my cosmic? Uh, was that? Oh, that was cosmic redneck. Damn, I got my Kate's stuff confused. <laughs> Maybe that'll get option. We'll talk about that a little. Yeah, later. yeah, we could talk about that some other time. Um, Michael Lamb says DC definitely deserves props for getting the best artists on their variants and making them open to open to order and not incentive based. Yeah. On a side note, two of the shops in my area now pull all the DC cover bees when oh. they get their orders in. I think it's bullcrap. That's scumbag ter- territory. <laughs> scumbag. And they wonder why people shop online. Uh, that's exactly right. Um, he didn't say how much they were charging, but um, uh, if 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 it's not. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's just wrong. They're open to order. There, there's no risk involved over a regular cover. They're not giving the customer the the ability to choose between the yeah. two. Is I guess if I mean I guess if you have a pull box and you pulled that B cover, they would let you have it. But that's that is kind of garbage. Yeah, uh, just not cool. Yeah, non incentive based, non ratio based. Increasing in pricing within a week of release, I think, is just scumbag behavior. If it's sitting there for a week or two and they want to throw an extra price on it because it's at, absolutely. But, man, that's just wrong. It is. It is definitely wrong. 
Uh, Zed says, wondering if you saw that DCBS is leaving Memphis and your thoughts on them moving back to Fort Wayne. They mentioned attempting to train and maintain good staff as the issue. The DCBS, people they never heard of them. The people they hired in Memphis just didn't seem to care. My guess, so many customer complaints, losing money by having extra things thrown in boxes, damaged items, etc. Um, yeah, it's too bad. Um, oh, we were we were one of those people that complained and complained and left. And 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 our complaints tended to fall on deaf ears. I lost some good money to DCBS as shenanigans. Yes, yes. So. Uh, I mean, we don't want them to go bankrupt. Or no, 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 no. They're good for the comics industry. They're good for the comics industry, but, but you know, hope they get their stuff together. And uh, maybe this move was obviously a giant, giant mistake. And as I, I think I called it a money grab when they did it, because you knew they weren't going to pass those those shipping savings onto us. They were just going to pocket that extra profit. No doubt. Who said? Is is this Michael that was talking to us about this? No, this is a guy named Zed. Oh, Zed, gotcha. Uh, let's see. Ice Cream Man has been optioned by Universal. Um, what kind of numbers are we seeing since this news is broken? Oh, man. This book is another hot one. I was on eBay just just a minute ago, and people are getting a ton of money for Ice Cream Man number one. I believe I that was a Drew spec pick of the week. I, I think I, I think that was me. I, I, was it you? <laughs> I think it was me. Uh, okay. Let's back in, who's going to go back to January and fact check us? Yeah, not not. I'm going to say it's me. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, you're seeing, you know, forty bucks for a cover B. Um, more than that for a cover A. Kyle for the win there. Um, <laughs> you're seeing a guy here. Uh, he's got cover issue one A and B, issue two A and B, three and four, getting 165 plus ship for those first four in a cover A B run. Son of a bitch. Yeah, so it is flying. People with a CGC 9.8, he had it offered up at 250. He took a best offer. I'm guessing closer to 200 on that for a CGC 9.8 on that. Uh, issues 1 through 7, cover A, full run, 140. And, uh, yeah. I bet you Ice Cream Mans are still in um, back issue bins. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, so the the, the shops that are asleep at the wheel... Yeah. Hop in, hop in there. Do, do a little diving. See if there's any yeah, in there. Yeah, this, this is one that's worth looking for. Yeah, if it's forty bucks, man, and you can buy it for three or four, do that. Yeah. And it came out in January of this year. Um, I'm gonna scroll and look for a print run on it real quick. Uh, if I can find it. Da, 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 da. I am still scrolling. Still scrolling. Still scrolling. Perhaps I should use the search function because I'm not sure what I'm doing here. <laughs> you, vamp, brother, vamp. <laughs> um, I'll just move on while you're looking for that. Uh, James Gunn is going to write the Suicide Squad sequel. So Marvel's loss is DC's gain there. Yeah, um, no doubt. If he gets some of that Gal- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy magic... In Suicide Squad, that's going to be pretty hilarious and yeah. uh, make it a real fun movie. Yeah, I didn't hate Suicide Squad like a lot of people did, but I could I didn't like it as much as I liked Guardians. So um, that that could be good, right? Yeah, it could be good. Holy crap! Ice Cream Man number one print run is under ten thousand. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Now, so that's got that's got a high ceiling. So, so I'm saying strike while the iron's hot, but at that print run, you're you're good for a while. Now, a giant mistake I made uh, with Batman the Damned. I <sighs> yeah. I um, I did the I did a fixed price, and I just wanted to sell them fast and pocket the money. Most so we, I, yeah, I'm a I, bigger fan of the fixed price. I, I that gets me screwed a lot. I sold them um, within like three hours of buying them, and you were getting and thirty a piece for them. Thirty and forty, yeah, yeah, and and then uh, Mike Myers uh, over at Geek Brunch and uh, Mike's Weekly Reads must check and, that and out. And forty six other podcasts. 
yes, and forty six other podcasts. Um, he did he he did his as an auction, and um, I think he got sixty plus. He didn't pope. He didn't free ship it. So, um, I I should do that more often. I always I hate to shop by auction myself. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of auctions myself. So I usually just because I hate them. I I, I, I hate having to fa- be beside a computer at a certain time. I've always got too much going on. But there is the um, possibility of of making a lot more money on them um, if you want to go that route. So, what do you think uh, with the ice cream man? I'm seeing a lot of auctions as I was scrolling through with seven, fifteen, twelve bids each. So there are multiple people hitting them. Anything with less than a day on it had at least seven to ten bids on it. It's crazy. I got to dig through my boxes and find them. Yeah. Should be uh, your January box. Yeah. So, um, so so far, my Walmart Swamp Thing uh, investment uh, has has been a bust. Oh yeah, I've seen him move for ten, ten, twelve. Yeah, ten, twelve. I'm not. I'm not that low. Not really worth my time for ten, twelve. So I'm um, hoping. Um, I'm hoping demand is still out there. And I did closer just, to Halloween, maybe the, the Halloween buzz will kick. Yeah, but there were the 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 box I saw had about twenty in them, mm-hmm. so they they have ordered a lot of them at yeah. Walmart. So there's not the scarcity there was with the the Batman, Superman, and stuff. So um, so far hasn't panned out. You're able to double cover, but some of us, I guess, like I mean, are they selling twelve and then with shipping? Yeah, I saw eleven ninety nine plus ship at one point, but yeah. that was a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. I'll try one that way. Um, because it's just not. Yeah, they're they're not moving like like the the last batch. I do have my receipt though. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's a, it's really a, a, a zero risk for me. Oh, um, man. so I'll give it a shot for about twenty eight days. <laughs> <laughs> and then take it in and uh, return them if they don't. That's sell. awesome. Uh, this was on uh, Newsarama today. I think it was Newsarama. I get it. I get those spammy sites confused. But uh, DC wishes Batman the damn nudity had never happened. Ah, oh, come Co- on now. Co-publishers Jim Lee and Dan Didio regret the controversy. Um, see, Jim Lee says it made us certainly look. And they're even rethinking Black Label as an imprint now. Come uh, on. Yeah, it's made us certainly look at what Black Label is and think about whether these elements are additive to the story. And that's something that we'll be mindful of going forward because I don't think we want necessarily a repeat of what happened with that first issue. Um, Dan Didio said, it's something we wish never happened because it really took the attention away from what we thought was quality storytelling and that's not the way we see this imprint. So, I mean, I want I want R-rated uh, Batman books. I don't <laughs> care that you can't put them on digital platforms. Who cares? You know, I don't need more of the same. We have Batman. We have all the other crap. We have Detective. They're 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 all the hat in hand, pretty much the same. Go go a little harder and give us something different. Yeah, and it's. I mean, if this was the same thing, like hypothetically, had had a Killing Joke been released in 2018, it would have been seen as a mistake. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. They, yeah, I think they're. It's a bit of a knee jerk, and um, I like I like creators being able to play around with the toys and do whatever they want mm-hmm. because it it's an imprint. It's an imprint. It's not canon. It's it's them having fun with the characters. Yeah. What's the difference between that and then when they like do a future version of the character where they, you know, they're married with kids and stuff? You know, yeah. I don't, I don't see a big deal. I don't either. Uh, let's see. Going from DC to Marvel, Chuck Wendig has been fired from Marvel, um, taken off issues four and five of Shadow of Vader, and his to-be-announced book has been shelved. Um, he had uh, he had put some elements in the story, uh, some LGBT characters uh, that were not w- received well by internet fandom, specifically the comic great, the comic skate troll people, um, and uh, 
and he fought back uh, a little too hard. Ah. So um, he got sick of, of getting hounded about it and um, was vulgar and f- in his tweets back to his attackers. And so they said there was too much vulgarity and too much negativity uh, in his posts. And so they said he was not civil enough to work for them. Uh, I'm of two minds here. <laughs> I, I hate to straddle the fence on things like this, but uh, I, on the one hand, it's not a Marvel account. It's his own. He was being personally attacked um, and in defending himself. But on the other hand, I, um, I censor myself on social media because I would not want my employers to be embarrassed by what I post and would not want to put them in the position of, you know, seeing something incredibly vulgar or horrible that I, that has my name attached to it. So I see, I see both sides and I, I don't really blame Marvel. I don't know what the tweets were. I didn't look them up. Um, but I can imagine, um, I've seen internet fights before and they get pretty bad. So also, how did he not see this coming? How was he not prepared for this? How was Marvel not prepared for this? I I think sticking an LGBT character in a, in a book is not a big deal. I don't understand. Well, with with Star Wars, you're, you're, you're messing with canonical things and a lot of these facts. And, uh, we've, we've seen a lot of situations where with Marvel in general, we're shoehorning, um, we're playing the oppression Olympics and we're, we're putting as many, you know, we're, we're changing genders and we're changing sexual orientations and we're changing skin color on characters just because we think it'll get us pub and uh, people have not reacted well to that. And I think that was a negative thing for Marvel um, and a, especially Star Wars fans. Do are, people really care about that? I mean, outside of the, a certain segment? Oh, yeah, I've... I've I've heard in in many non comic book pop culture things saying, well, at one point they made Thor a woman, and then they made um, Iron Man a woman, and then they made Captain America black, and then they turned in the in Supergirl Jimmy Olsen's black, and this and that and the other, and they they, they people that aren't really in the comic book world point to that kind of stuff all the time. And and it's, so so they should be prepared for it doesn't mean they don't have the license to do it. Correct, right? correct. Okay, but you okay. see things even in like Star Wars, like the girl that played Rose in Last Jedi had to delete her Twitter account. Multiple people associated with Star Wars have had to what was stop that about? doing social media. Just outwardly hatred. They hated her character so much that she got attacked as a person for portraying a character. Oh. I mean, Star Wars fans are some of the most vitriolic just because they're very engrossed in that world and that character and they're, they, for some odd reason, feel ownership of it, which they have none. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, to a but point yeah. where it's it's so he not should a have been prepared thing. and he should have had thicker skin. Yeah, you you've got to you you can't you can't engage. Yeah, you can't defend something that you don't own in a bad manner because you're by doing that you're lumping that book yourself and those words all together. Even if it's coming from you personally, all those things are coming out of your mouth and it associates with one another. And this, this is, is from a company a... that fired James Gunn for X and Y. Yeah, yeah, and and this guy's an older guy, but is this going to be a lesson that's harder for a a younger generation to learn because they have basically been able to say whatever they want, or do you think it is a certain age group that is not getting the message? I think if you've been on social media and kind of grown up with it. Um, you know how to not feed the trolls and how to feed the trolls. And then some of the older folks that are doing it now, coming later to the game, might not have that skill set. Yeah, or think they have the ability to muddy those waters or make their way through, and they are wrong. <laughs> they are woefully unprepared yeah. for, for what is going on. All right, well, let's talk about uh, the comic sales for September. We got We've got... We don't have the specific numbers, but we do have the top 10 and some of the aggregate numbers. So um, let's take a gander here. Do we have the total dollars? I don't know if we have that yet. Uh, 
I can't yeah. find it easily. Oh wait, there it is. Um, up one point six million. <laughs> yeah, forty five million dollars from September. So that's the total. Um, this year versus last year, uh, it's down seven, almost seven, six and a half percent in comic sales. Um, but graphic novels are up 15%. Um, and we'll get to why when we get down to the top 10. Um, so overall, still down uh, about 5% in total comics and graphic novels year over year. Uh, this is the end of the third quarter. So comics are down just versus the second quarter, the previous quarter, um, just down Oh, they're flat, so oh five percent. So, um, that but third quarter of this year versus third quarter of this last year, um, down about 0.8 percent, but not mu- not much. Um, so year to date, we are down uh, in comic sales about seven percent, graphic novels about six six percent. So, um, still down, not sure if this fourth quarter is going to be able to bring them up out of that or not, but. Um, so not 2018 turning out not to be as good as 2017 as far as, uh, selling comics. I scrolled down a little bit. Marvel shipped 143 books this month, 99 comics, 44 novels. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of shelf space Mm -hmm. and they win because of that. They, they sold 43% of all the comics, um, were theirs. Comics and graphic novels were theirs. So, four out of ten. Yeah, uh, and they, they shipped you know thirty nine more books than DC. DC DC's did a solid thirty two percent, almost thirty three percent. Image only eight and three quarters, so not quite nine percent of sales. Um, Dark Horse pushing three, IDW pushing three. Um, everybody else below two. But what was uh, the cause for for Marvel's win? Well, at the top, it looks like it was Return of the Wolverine. Return of Wolverine, number one. Um, it uh, was the number one book, followed by five DC books. And uh, number two was Heroes in Crisis, number one. Um, don't know if you read that. Interesting, nope. interesting beginning. Um, <laughs> Which one was that one? It's Tom King event... And it was, it's like they're in therapy or something. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Oh, my. I just read the first one. I haven't read, I don't know if the second one's out yet, but I, I haven't read it yet. Um, Doomsday, followed by Doomsday Clock, at number seven at number three, at rank three. Um, then we have Batman 55 at rank four. At rank five is Batman Damn, number one, the Wang book. Um, came in at five. <laughs> You're perpetuating what DC doesn't want. Yes. Uh, then Batman Fifty Four actually did more, did, sold less than Fifty Five. Um, thought it would be the other way around. Um, it comes in at rank six, and then we close out the top ten with four straight Marvel books: Thanos Legacy Number One, which was good; um, Fantastic Four Number Two came in at eight, and then Amazing Spider-Man Six and Amazing Spider-Man Five. Goes comes in at nine and ten. Also in the uh, opposite order of what you would think uh, they would be ranked. So, what do we think as far as over a hundred k? How many of these? Three. Um, top three. Yep, top three. Top three. Uh, we think I'm Batman. I'm gonna say four. Has... I think fifty five with that Matina cover B uh, jumped enough to get a push. Push. That's what it is. It's it's the Matina cover B. Okay, I pushed it back over. So damned is under a hundred thousand. Yep. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, what do you think the number is for Return of Wolverine? I have no idea on that one. One seventy-five. It, it being number one was a shock to me, so I'm going to say one fifty. One fifty. Okay. And then, as we slide down to um, graphic novels, um, Saga number nine took the top spot. Uh, that's the, the the last saga for a while. Uh, Walking Dead, Volume 30, New World Order, takes number two. And Monstrous, Volume 3, takes number three. 
So three new uh, image graphic novels take mm. the top spots. Um, then Oblivion Song Volume One takes the four spot, which I thought it was already out. Maybe it was. Maybe it's new too. Yeah. So um, all those uh, image dominates uh, the top four spots in graphic novels. Followed by Catwoman, Batman, Catwoman, the Wedding Album hardcover. That's a hardcover, eighteen bucks. Yeah, is that just? How many issues that is? Two or three? Yeah, probably can't, a couple. Can't be too many. I don't yeah. think it, it's none of the prelude stuff either. Yeah. Uh, then we have Franklin Richards, a fantastic year, number one. Oh, it's a seven ninety nine book, so that could be like a. I wonder what that is. I wonder if that's just an oversized book that they're sticking in trades. Uh, Eight bucks seems awfully low for a a true trade paperback. Um, Whatever. Uh, We have DC Superhero Girls, The Search for Atlantis, coming in at rank seven. Descender, volume six from Image, coming in at eight. We have Star Wars Darth Vader, volume three, coming in at nine. And... Uh, Action Comics 1000, that deluxe edition hardcover, which comes in um, and rounds out the top ten. So yeah, the uh, when when all the images line up together, <laughs> you know, and they're all coming out at the same time, uh, they dominate with those. Yeah, they do good. And like you said, you know, 99 comics from Marvel, 66 from DC. So really. With them selling 33 more comics in the month than DC, they didn't win by that much, like 8 percentage points? Yeah, not, not, a, not a grand total. I mean, So it's basically yeah. volume keeping them afloat. You know, they're putting two, uh, two bo- DC's putting two books out for every three Marvel in the comic world. Yeah, yeah. Image, image is right there with DC, though. They have to sell 60, 66 books as well uh, to get their measly uh, 8%. <laughs> so they, uh, their market share is really suffering. Mm-hmm. Anything else popping out at you at these um, from these, these early numbers? Not a whole lot. One thing that I did notice is when we were talking about market shares... Image uh, jumps up quite a bit as far as dollar shares, just kind of akin to uh, how Image books are no longer ever two ninety nine, and uh, uh, kind of those books continue to rise. The independent books and stuff, yeah, you're not able to find a real value there anymore because when you go dollar share over unit share, it goes up a uh, percent and a half because uh, Image is no longer a cheap book. <laughs> no, there's not too many two ninety nines left. Uh, it's just a handful. Yeah. That are still at the two ninety nine. Now, granted, I think a lot of those trades might drive up up that, but yeah, just noting a lot, a lot of money per unit in image there. Yeah. Well, you want to take a look at the FOC? Sure. Um, of course, the FOC is the final order cutoff. Uh, we bring this to you as your final opportunity to go to your LCS and continue to order these books from Diamond um, before it's too late. And you're unable to independently order them, and you got to ask for a reorder or perhaps get them on the secondary market. So this is just us liking to uh, comb over things for you. Um, And, of course, you have the ability to get into your LCSs before noon on Monday and say, hey, add this to my pool. And they should be able to do that at their regular discount and essentially guarantee you that book. Um, of course, we do this through Cowabunga Comics. Eric has curated us a wonderful FOC list for this. And if you send an email to uh, Eric with a C at CowabungaComics.com with a K, um, he can get you on that FOC list if that's not something that your local comic book shop does. He is also now highlighting a few books of his own, Slightly taking the wind out of our sails on each and every FOC we do. <laughs> and he is highlighted or highlighted. I'm not sure how that works. The variant edition of Batman 58, a wonderful Matina cover. That's with beautiful. Good old Penguin on the front. A Empty Man number one pre order variant by Jesus Hervas. A Typhoid Fever X Men number one, one in 25 version that he would like us. Uh, to reach out to comic book or to Cowabunga Comics, and he can get you that for forty. 
It is a nice-looking cover. And James Bond 007 cover C. He's re reaching for the Raphael Albuquerque, one of the ones that he is featuring on this. But Drew and I are the actual experts in this, so we will delve in and tell you guys what we think on this. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. Eric's probably right. <laughs> he does have a quite a bit of experience with this. And I, I might I might sound salty and bitter, and I apologize for that. <laughs> uh, nothing from Dark Horse that uh, jumps out at me. Um, so yeah, I guess the next thing would really be that Batman variant for fifty eight. Mm -hmm. um, it's a beautiful Mantina cover, so definitely something to check out. Yeah. Um, the variant for Green Lantern. <laughs> number one by Frank Quietly is um, really amazing and I I just completely missed this during the solicitation cycle so thank God for uh, FOC because yeah. now I can get it. I didn't I didn't realize Quietly was even doing that so it's pretty nice and we are able to also, from Cowabunka, there is a midnight release variant that I still don't have a look at yet, unfortunately. They're still man. not showing you a cover on that? Uh, but man, that quietly is pretty dope looking. Grant Morrison writing Green Lantern. Is it enough for me, Drew? It's either going to be amazing or confusing. Oh, it's going to be wackadoo. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't, I, there's usually not a... It's usually not a halfway point, you know. I think it's either really weird and you're like, what? Or you're like, oh, this is speaking to me. <laughs> I mean, this is the man who brought you Damien. So, I mean, this is what we do. Don't hold that against him. I like Damien. I know. Oh, never mind. Night Frank Joe Harley is great. Frank, yeah, I saw that cover B on the Frank Joe Harley. Oh, Nightwing. Ever so difficult for me. This is Carmine Shirahama. Um, I don't know. Not anyway. not a great variant. Maybe the cover A is better. Is cover A better? Yep. Yeah. Second printing of Nightwing 50. Uh, you all know why. Yep. If you, if you don't, I won't tell you. Yep. I think I spoiled it a couple episodes back, actually. It's all good. Yeah. Nothing else in. All right, let's DC. move on down to IDW, and from the oh, we got Star Wars Adventures number one, and nobody. I don't. I don't necessarily care. What? How is that? Wasn't that what the other series was this called? This is Destroyer Down. So it's a oh, it's a colon Destroyer Down. Or oh, okay. The second printing on Blackbird looks a lot different. We're into image now. Uh, yeah, we are in an image. Yeah, that's not the cover. That's that's a new cover, isn't it? It's a new cover. Blackbird was good. Not great. My we are three reaching out to that. Um, if people fell for that quite a bit, they may uh, want to have that. Yeah. Second print. Dead Rabbit, number two, last chance for that. Um, it's the time in the episode where I apologize to Jerry Duggan again because <laughs> this was really good. The first issue of, of Dead Rabbit was really good, and I think when he came on to Deadpool, I maligned him mercil mercilessly. And he was a hack, and... But his uh, I really enjoyed like a lot of his stuff. There you go recently if you liked john layman and you liked chew this is your last chance to jump on outer or, excuse me outer darkness uh before it comes out here in a month so make sure if you like that this is a book about mankind has colonized the galaxy but during our interstellar travels we discover a terrifying secret out in the outer darkness of space join captain joshua riggs and the crew of the starship sharon as they encounter demonic possessions hauntings Cosmic Horror and more from John Layman and Afu Chen. And the Virgin variant would just be the cover without any of the dress, right? Correct. They do not, not give the heading cover. or anything. It's just the art. Take a look at that Matina and McFarlane cover for Spawn. You can't. 
<laughs> but you can imagine. You can imagine it's really good. But the straight up Matina cover is nice. Now, Drew, did you know how deep you were going to get on these Sinkovich covers on Walking Dead when you started ordering them? No, it's killing me. They're going. They're going on forever. We've got Jesus on one eighty-five. They never end. I mean, I, I guess it's a year, a year-long <laughs> celebration. I probably should have saw this coming, right? <laughs> I spent so much money on these, I'll never get it back. Uh, all right. Anything else in image, sir? Um, Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. Um, anything else in image, sir? Yes, I'm done. Thank okay. You. Let's head on down to Marvel. We'll talk Amazing Spider-Man. A lot of printings of the Nick Spencer, Ryan Otley team on Amazing. So a lot of interest in this book. No issue, no love for issues two or five, but everything now, else, love. Now, the first issue sold uh, 300,000 copies or something crazy like that. Yeah. So we're on a third printing? I think Marvel it- just does that. You think so? Mm-hmm. Just make printings anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got a chance to get the Black Order. If you missed that, this is Derek Landry and Philip Tan uh, from the Infinity War into their own image series. I don't know what that is because I don't think I read that. So I don't, it doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. This there's a, there's a is... Champions B cover. That's Rob. That has Rob, Rob Liefeld um, doing Wolverine X, and an X Men on the cover. It's yeah. uh, it's pretty nice. Is the Black Order Thanos's henchman from? I don't know. Uh, sure. You know how we watched uh, Infinity War? Yeah. And we had Proxima Midnight and all that stuff. Yeah, is that what isn't they're called? That, isn't that these guys in their actual I name? I don't know. Yeah, I think this is Black Dwarf and Proxima Midnight and all those people who I slightly lost along the way. Yeah. Um, so I am actually interested in Black Order number one. Okay, they were they were breakouts in the in the movie. Yeah, I enjoyed them. What was Eric's pick down here? Mm-hmm. Well, didn't he have an, a Marvel? It's like a one in twenty-five they had picked. The typhoid fever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It's yeah, yeah the Martin variant. Martin variant, forty bucks. What is that deal? A Marcos Martin variant. Oh, Marcos Martin. I do love Marcos Martin. I just don't love him forty dollars. <laughs> What do you think about this Marvel Knights 20th coming back? I'm definitely intrigued. Yeah. Seeing what they're doing with it. I, I, it's cool that they wouldn't focus on that kind of thing to uh, enjoy, to, to kind of be fans of. So, yeah, I'm going to check it out. Anything else in Marvel? Um... No, I don't think so. Yeah, those Marvel Knights, I just noticed uh, we got some, some big ones in there. Some yeah, them. heavy hitters. We got Jai Lee for 50, a Mac for 100, a Casada wraparound for 400 and 200. Yeah, some high dollar ones in there. That is man. a nice looking Casada, though. Yeah. Last Great. chance. Last yeah. chance to pull the trigger. Calbunga's going deep on some of these books, so a lot of people aren't buying as many as they are, so this may be your only chance to get them from somewhere. Yeah. Did you do Shatterstar number one, or is that released yet? Uh, yeah, it came out last week, I think. Someone was talking about that. I heard good things. Really? Yeah. Who's that? That was one of the odd characters. I think he was... Uh, in Deadpool and one of the characters in Deadpool. Oh, okay. Yeah, I missed that entirely. Uh, the what if 
is back to a second printing already, that X-Men. Interesting. Yeah, all right. Let's head on down to Boom. Um, Was this Ben Templesmith on Empty Man number one? Yeah, it's a Colin Bunn book with with a cover by Ben Templesmith. We are big fans of Ben Templesmith. Yeah. And I think his, uh, the way he does things fits with yeah. Colin Bunn and, and Devilsmith got to fit together. Yeah, they fit together pretty well. Although that Vanessa Del Rey cover is nice too. Wow. But that is an FOC instead of for Smith. So if you want that, yeah. you've got to find the ability to order it on an FOC. Battlestar Galactic uh, Classic, number one. A lot of covers for that. Some expensive one. You can get a Walt Simonson's black and white incentive variant. That's only fifteen bucks. Yeah. Uh, Chen black and white incentive for thirty. Jones black and white incentive for forty. And then you can get Jones cover A, cover B by Rudy, cover C by Chen. These are all cover less or less. Cover D Daniel. I want to leave what that Simonson looks like. Old school Walt Simonson. That's what it looks like. And then we have the James Bond 007 number one. And there's even a signature edition on this one. Signed by Greg Pack. You can get. Do you like Greg Pack's writing? The Odd Job epic begins in a new ongoing James Bond series by superstar writer Greg Pack and Mark Lanning from Star Wars and Wonder Woman. Agent 007 tracks a smuggler into Singapore to secure a dangerous case. Contents unknown, but a Korean mystery man wants the case as well for very different reasons. And if Bond and his new rival don't kill each other, the ruthless terrorist organization named as Oru will be more than happy to finish the job. And uh, he's picking cover C by, Eric's picking cover C by Albuquerque, Raphael Albuquerque. And uh, it is a very nice cover. Good call. And there is a a virgin incentive variant of that same cover as well. I assume that same cover. Yeah. Aftershock. Anything? No, no. Archie, Black Mask, Lion Forge, Oni. Not really. Doctor Who, the Thirteenth Doctor from Titan. Not, not for me. I mean, there is a, there is a um, Babs Tar, uh, black and white. Which is kind of cool. Is there a color version of that? Did I miss that one? Uh, yeah, the cover A's Babstar. Cover A's Babstar. I like her. She's cool. Yep, and that's it. Lots of good stuff there, though. Absolutely. Gotta decide what I'm gonna get. Better save that. And from Zenoscope at the end. That's it for me. That's it for the FOC. Of course, we like to just parse through it and see if there's anything else that we want to make sure you guys don't miss and have to chase. Um, So, Yep. Before we hit to the sneak peek, we do want to remind you about the Comics for Fun and Profit spec bundle Uh, this month. For October, you've got a couple of weeks left to get your orders in. Uh, it is eight ninety nine or forty seven percent off cover price for four comics. They are Live Wire number one from Valiant, Nice number one from American Gothic Press, Wizard Beach number one from Boom, and Love Town number one from Devil's Due. 
These have a um, a retail price of twenty one dollars. And is that right? Did I do the math right? No. Four plus four plus four twelve plus five is seventeen. Seventeen. And you can get them for eight ninety nine. So good deal. Um pick that up. We've done well with some of our other bundles. We don't do them all the time. Um, but uh, when we do, we have fun with them, and we think uh, this is a good opportunity um, to to check out uh, some back half gems and uh, that you might not normally find, and get a get a nice savings. And we appreciate the good folks at Cowabunga Comics for helping us out there. Uh, they give us um, they they can hook you up with this bundle. All you have to do is uh, like you like to get on the FOC mailing list. You just send. Eric at cowabungacomics.com an email or you can google cowabunga comics and you can figure out ways to contact them that way as well and you can say give me that C4 fat bundle and <laughs> they'll say what? <laughs> we don't know what you're talking what about. What are you talking about? We don't oh. associate with them. Oh yeah and it should be if you're a, uh, a shopper with cowabunga comics then on the order form uh, you'll see that bundle highlighted at the top, and you can uh, just check that, and it'll pull all four of those into your order for the discounted price. Very cool. All right, Drew, then let's head on over to previewsworld.com. Let's find our new releases and find out what's coming out October 17th, 2018. And, Drew, let's start where we love to start. Let's start in Image. Do you miss starting with Dark Horse? I kind of do. I really do. <laughs> it's not just me. Nope, I'm with you. Uh, well, we let's take a look at Exorcisters, number one. This is written by Ian Boothby with art and cover by Giselle Legace. Um, did you sign a deal with the devil? Has your fiancé been dragged to hell? Then Kate and Kate Harrow, Kate with a K, Kate with a C, mm-hmm. um, should be the first ones you call for timely soul retrieval at a reasonable rate. Um, I've read preview... Uh, previews of this, uh, like the first five, six pages. Um, real fun. Uh, I liked it. I liked what I saw. I liked what I read. So I'm uh, interested in in this one a lot. I really enjoyed it. I'm supposed to believe that a parent named one child Kate and one child Kate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're like daughters of brothers or something. They have the same, <laughs> same last name. I don't know possible interesting i'm not sure why that would be a deal breaker for me but i'm not on it <laughs> yeah that's it i can't go on and this is the one this was in a, a bundle from uh, a couple of months ago and this has a, a b cover by pia Guerra, the great pia Guerra, um who of course uh did why the last man why the last man yes was stuck there uh, we have a Gideon, a Gideon Falls sighting, so it's nice to see another issue of Gideon Falls. It's number seven with a new story arc beginning. And if you're interested in curse words, we have a Sawn in Half variant. Love the hack slash cover B. It looks like the um, back side of the person that's on the cover of cover a <laughs> so he just looks kind of like that that's it's not funny. it's not a different character but uh hack slash resurrection has been really fun yeah. anything else from image um i don't think so Did i miss anything no i think so Dark Horse. Another Black Hammer. Nice to see uh, another Black Hammer. This has been really, really good. This is tons of fun. And that's really getting interesting now. If you've liked any of Dark Horse's other books, uh, jumping into the Dragon Age video game series, you have another opportunity with Deception, number one. All right, let's head on down to IDW. 
And Kyle's favorite, uh, Rise of the TMNT number one. Look how big that turtle is. Uh, and starting with this week, we will both have a spec pick of the week and a spec avoid of the week. <laughs> spec and direct, I think that's on. I'm that's sorry. on. Sorry. <laughs> spec and direct, I think that's on another another yeah, website. Yeah. <laughs> All right, DC Comics. Let's go to DC. Yeah, that's another great Matina, uh, Matina yeah. cover. <laughs> it's, it's we're like broken records, but man, it's really nice. Yeah. That's a Batman Fifty Seven cover B is really nice. Uh, they, okay, what? What? Okay, Batman's not foil again. This one damage is foil, which is ironic because <laughs> it might yeah, be damage. Harley Quinn is foil. Uh-uh. This is the second issue of Cover, which uh, is listed as a six issue miniseries, but um, the first issue was so good that I got a feeling this might. Come back. Nice. Harley foil does look nice. Justice League Drowned Earth foil. I oh, mean, I, I really should have done more of these. JLA dark foil that'll look good. Oh yeah. Have you glanced uh, out on the uh, on eBay and to see if any of the foils are doing anything? Uh-huh. I've looked. I haven't either. There hasn't been that many yeah. really. So let's see, Lucifer. That first issue. I don't know if I'm ready to go back to Lucifer again. <laughs> Did you get the Nightwing foil, I yep. assume? And the variant? Are you still do- doubling up yes, after 50? So you said you were done at 50. Correct. And so... Then you got 51 as a foil, and you also got the variant? I might have. You lied to yourself. I do that a lot. <laughs> I wish I could quit you. <laughs> that Teen Titans looks cool, too. Did we have cover images of these when they solicited? I did not have the... that cover B image. That's cool. That's really nice, isn't it? We should have uh, seen this on FOC. I don't know why we didn't. Alex Garner. Put that name in your back in your your Rolodex, kids. Uh, Rolodex is something <laughs> that they used in the in the eighties to keep track of business cards. Uh, business cards were handed out by people when they didn't have smartphones. I mean, get, that's all I have from DC. But to echo Michael Lamb's point from earlier, I I love what DC's yeah. doing. I mean, they're they, getting me interested in stuff that I, you know, I don't have to jump through a lot of hoops. They, they're they bringing these great artists in to do these things. And I don't know, what's an artist get for a cover? It's more than 500, maybe 1,000 for a cover nowadays. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, the, you know, the day's work for them. They do really well. So probably more than a day for some of these. <laughs> Alex Garner did a uh, cool version of Teen Titans 22 before this, so I should have known that uh, these cover beats for them have been pretty darn good. That that sounds like me. Always a week late to the party. Mm-hmm. Month late to the party. All right. Let's head on down to Marvel. Hmm. Marvel Zombie number one. In the list of we've had several issues of Marvel Zombie. I don't know if this is It it is the ice cream man writer doing uh doing this ah. book. It's a good sign. That is a good sign. M or W Maxwell Prince is doing the writing. Eh, I I, don't, I never got into the Marvel Zombies last time, but I might check this one out. Venom gets an annual, written by Donny Cates, and more. That'll be fun. His annuals are fantastic, so highly recommended. And then I got the cover B, of course, coming. Which is so nice looking. Yeah, it's pretty pretty nice. 
I have a Sienkiewicz sickness. You do. We have a lot of sicknesses for different. Uh, yeah, artists. I do. Yeah, I do. And X Men Black Mystique number one with an open to order J Scott Campbell. nice and there's a virgin option for it as well and we talked about these mugshot variants being pretty good but yeah nah, I like nah no we're going with Cabaret right right yeah. not instead of but yeah, they are nice um, now who did we say Shuri is in the movies Shuri is the not the warrior she's the tech is that the sister person yeah. I, I think yeah techno genius sister so this is the sister and, and you're saying in the comics, though, she's a warrior, more of a warrior. No, I'm saying in the comics, Black Panther traditionally was his own tech genius. Oh, and now they've rebooted to line up. Yeah, with and now we've got movie. her oh, okay. as the tech genius, um, which kind of takes from Black Panther, where, where he was always, you know, top five smartest men in the world with the, with all those abilities. And we've oh, offloaded yeah. a bit of what made him special in the movies, and now I'm not sure how we're dealing with that in the comics. Okay. But good character. Enjoyed her in the movie. Uh, the What If Ghost Rider number one is uh, written by the shirtless bear fighter guy. <laughs> so that could be kind of fun and crazy. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Gurner. I don't know that I know who Groroth is for the action mm-hmm. figure variant. No. Me neither. Whoa, that's going to be tough. We're not even done nope, yet. Nope, we're heading into Dynamite. Luckily, there's nothing there that I care about. <laughs> Thank you, Dynamite, for making it easy. <laughs> oh, Kyle. Did we get a Black Badge 3 FOC for you? Oh, no. I didn't. We talked about it. I don't know. I think I think we did. It would have been in a few FOCs, unless that was one of your camping trips. And I would have purposely not even... I would have brushed right over it. So You, you did. You, you douched me on the Moon Knight one, too, because I was out. <laughs> I'll teach you. Don't take any more vacations. I can't help it. Happy <laughs> wife, happy life. Come on now. <laughs> really? I have a I have a comic book edition. The least I can do is throw a few vacations in her general direction. It yeah. keeps me afloat. True. True. So Black Badge three FOC hair scene in, in incentive variant. You um in for a penny, in for a pound on these. Um how long are you gonna go? I mean this is a, a unique book that I think Is it a four issue miniseries or is it an ongoing? I do not know the answer to that. It doesn't look like it's a, a miniseries. I believe it's anymore. ongoing. Mm. Tyler Jenkins, Matt Kent. Were they always the creators in this? I don't think so. It's always Matt Kent. Were it's they? always Matt Kent. That's why I never got a cover A. Oh, you're right. You're right. I don't remember. I didn't even remember. I don't even remember it being Matt Kent. That's crazy. What's wrong with me? Yeah, I, the first two issues were yeah. good. All right. So I'm interested in our this. back half. I'm not done. Uh, We're still in oh, boom. Sorry. Are you, you want that Garfield book? No. Hey, hey. Uh, Low, Low Road West, the first issue was uh, really good. And the second issue, this is the second issue that's available. Um, and uh, Welcome to Wonderland, that first issue was pretty good. And its second issue is Low out. Low Road West number um, two, uh, art by Flaviano. Flaviano. Just nice. wanted to say that. Nah, you may transition. Oh, I'd already moved on. I'm sorry. Uh, ha-ha. Uh, the second issue of Archie, 1941. Man. Just looks old. I, 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 I'm going to give one give one more of these a shot. Um, of course, it is only a five-issue miniseries, but the first issue was not very good, I didn't think. Okay, Drew, tell me about Ahoy Comics. Oh, what do I know about Ahoy I don't Comics? know, but somehow they have uh, written by Stuart Moore and Grant Morrison with art by Phil Hester and Shannon Wheeler. There's some big names. What's the book? What's Captain the book? Captain Ginger. 
and it's anthropomorphic cats. I'll go ahead and read you this list, sir. When the human race dies out, the cats inherited the Earth, or at least one starship. Now the intrepid Captain Ginger struggles to keep his fellow felines united against a hostile universe. 35 pages of comic adventure with a bite by writer Stuart Moore from Deadpool, The Duck, and Batman Noir Alley, and artist June Brigman from Power Pack, plus an all-new text Oh, this was the text story by Grant Morrison. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah that's why we... Yeah. That's right. That's how they yeah. got me before. Yeah. I swindled. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. We, did, we, we caught that last yeah. time, and we didn't like it. And we went poo. Poo on it. Yeah. So we've got Ogre number one, written by Bob Sally, with art by Sean Daly, and it's from Source Point Press, which I also know nothing about. Uh, about a reclusive beast who sits locked in a castle prison cell with the ghost of the corpse he is chained oh, to. Oh, jeez! And now he must. Des- it's a it's a real upper, yeah, a real heart changer and, there. <laughs> and now he must decide if he'll join in on an escape plan that could set him on an adventure he's not prepared to embark on. Hmm. Sounds a little down and depressing. Probably not a laugh at me. The Source, number one, from Scout Comics, written by Don Hanfield, with Charlie Carvalho on art. The Source is the story of Bennett Miller, a high school teacher in East St. Louis, who still lives with his grandmother, one day, Bennett is approached after his class by a mysterious old woman, Mrs. Putnam, who tells him that magic is real and he's the one prophesized to return it to humanity. The, old problem, the only problem is it's been outlawed for thousands of years by the ancient few, a powerful sect, who hoard it to prolong their lives and will stop at nothing to keep it a secret. Based on true story, real legend, and actual folklore and myth. Co-written by History Channel's Nightfall writer, Don Hanfield. Huh. Interesting. Scout Comics. Source number one. Sounds kind of interesting. That's a... Uh, Scout. Yeah. Scouts had some minor hits, some minor spec books, so uh, something to look Speaking at. Speaking of minor hits, Stabity Bunny number eight, Richard Rivera, that- and Dwayne Bibbix. Back again. Stabity Bunny Train is pulling out of the station, Drew. You might as well be on. Yeah. I've sold all mine, so I don't want it to get optioned. (laughs) 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 That's selfish. It happens. That's so selfish. That's pretty much it, I think. That's all I got. So, Drew, this is the part of the podcast where I say, what is your pick of the week? What is the one book that you can go into your LCS, take your top loader, pick up that book, put it in there, and say, you know what? This is going to be the next Ice Cream Man. Sir, what you got? Uh, That's going to be the cover B for Exorcisters, the Piaguera book. Still on that uh, train. You said it two months ago, and you're still saying it now. I'm reinforcing my previous declaration that I think this is going to be cool. You've got it over whatever that image book was. Yeah, or or oh, all those sweet, sweet, sweet cover Bs in DC, yeah. which you couldn't go wrong with yeah. either, because those are all pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. And I, I, I'm going to make sure I pick up that X-Men Black Mystique number one, just because I love a nice little J. Scott Campbell. That you can pick up. And I'm going to say Shuri number one is going to fly under the radar. And that is my pick of the week. Wait a minute. So which your actual pick of the week is going to be Shuri number yes. one after all yes. that cool stuff that you yes. mentioned? Okay. Yes. Mark this down. This could be a home run or I don't know. Shuri number one. I would have never guessed that in a million Black Panther years. made a billion dollars. A lot of the people that came out of Black Panther talked about, ah, Shuri, she's pretty cool. I like that. And now she gets her own book. Why not? Yeah, but how often do we see movies actually influencing comics? Seven today? times a year. No. They made that up. Not even, cl- not even close. 
Maybe once. Maybe Guardians. It maybe blipped Guardians for a while. If you guys, like Drew, want to poo-poo my ideas as far as Pick of the Week, <laughs> feel free to uh, drop us a line on Twitter, Facebook, or a Gmail. All of these things can be found at comicsfunprofit.com. Or if we missed something in this wonderful batch of books coming out October 17, 2018, feel free to drop us a line and tell us what we missed and why it should have been one of our options for Picks of the Weeks. It is definitely a week where you want to head to your LCS and pick through a few things. So we enjoy it when we get some good books. So for Drew and for myself, see ya. We miss nothing. <laughs> Ever.